<laughs> was that on? Yeah. 30 minutes. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Bastards podcast, where we talk about spirituality, news, and shitty music suggestions by three white males in their 30s and 40s. <laughs> My name is Michael Basinger. With me are Brad Polly, hey. Matt Polly. Hey. Together, we are the Inglorious Bastards. All right. Let me Let's go right into it. What? What's happening? Michael, what are you doing? What Let's go right to the next part. What's playing? The, the theme song and then the next theme song. Oh, the my next God. Segment. Two birds, one stone. What are you guys drinking? <laughs> We're off to a flying star tonight. He's, he's on one tonight. Like you no, can totally no, no, tell. No, no, no. I was fine. Matt came in throwing shade. Right off the get-go. I asked you to set my mic up. That's all I no, asked. No, come on. I have you, been home you for did, 15 minutes. You did minutes. not think that was sh- there was shade thrown? I mean, there was a little bit of shade Okay, there, there we go. Yeah. Hmm. What are you drinking? Don't act like you're mad all of a sudden. You intentionally tried to rile me up. You got what you wanted. Apparently. And now you're upset that you riled me up. Good. Just, I say, How's it go? Just wind him up and watch him go. <laughs> You've said that like five times in the last 10 minutes. But not on air. Okay. <laughs> I'm eat my low main. God damn it. Why are we doing that? It's not this? low main you're eating it over rice, you dipshit. There's fucking low main noodles right there. And there's rice on the bottom of it. <laughs> Matt Polly, definitely not Chinese. Because there was a lot of questions up to this point. Right? Uh, I'm having uh, a couple of things in the whiskey department. I'm having E.H. Uh, e. Taylor single barrel. Ooh. Which I purchased online. I'm going to fetishize that all day long because yeah, it's, it's worth really every good. penny that I paid for yeah. it. So, uh, yeah, you will never find that in a store because anytime they get there, the rich guys buy them all up. And are you drinking something else too? You um, said a couple. Well, I mean, not whiskey. Okay, I'm drinking gotcha. a beer as well. <clears throat> this is um, God. That's good. A really, really good beer from the brewery. Spelled like uh, orchata, uh, blonde ale brewed with rice and lactose with natural cinnamon and vanilla flavors. It's a Vampire added. Weekend song. It is. It's not it one is? of their best songs. No, yet. it's not. Yeah. Uh, but dude, it this beer is really freaking good. Yeah, it's it's yeah. You cannot, can drink this in a hurry. Yeah, I cannot recommend that enough. So nice. I'm drinking um, Smashing Pumpkin by Shipyard. Any good? Right. Yeah, it's pretty good. You had a can. I don't know. I don't Pumpkin spicy. I, I already disposed of the can. Uh, and then I'm drinking <laughs> uh, the the Oceans. Oceans Alone oh, Whiskey. Oh, Jefferson's. <laughs> Jefferson's God. Ocean Plane. Danny Ocean approved. Tastes like uh, Clooney's cologne. Yeah. <clears throat> Clooney's musk. I would sniff that much. Hey, guess whose his computer decided to randomly update at Matt's house this week? At the Yours. worst time. Yeah, it'd be mine. Yeah, this 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 time it's your turn. <laughs> Only seventeen seconds or seventeen minutes remaining. I mean, mine's already telling me that I need to update my update from last week. So, oh, I spent an hour and a half trying to get my yeah, hotspot to work. Also, I'm having the uh, orchata, and I'm also having journeyman distillery buggy whip wheat. Buggy whip. Buggy whip wheat. Oh. Yeah, wheat that one's pretty good, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. we yeah we've had it before. Yeah. Isn't that the song that uh, Will Smith's daughter put out? <laughs> I buggy whip, buggy whip, weep my hair. What? Back and forth. 
How would you even know she put out a song, man? Like, it was like five years ago. Where have you been? Listening to good yes, music? Yes, Matt. Where have you yeah, been? That's questionable. Really? He's just... You just you just quoted Will Smith's daughter's song. Yeah. My taste is questionable. What's her name? Got it. I keep wanting to say Jada, but that's the nope, wife. No, that's his wife. Yep, and Jaden is the awful son. Yeah. Uh, Willow. Uh, Willa. Willa. Willa or Willow? I think Willow. it's Willow. Does it fucking matter? Yeah, it matters. Somebody's yelling at us right now <laughs> in their car. It's fucking Willow. Willow Smith. <laughs> No, she just goes by Willow now. Oh. All caps. And a symbol. What is she, fucking Bono? What is it with the the Smith kids in all caps? Doesn't Jaden do all of his tweets in all caps? I hope. God. I hope it's all caps all the time. I'm looking at her the titles of her songs. Um, Drugs, lowercase d, capital R, lowercase r. U, capital G. So it's like, so it's like the SpongeBob meme. <laughs> That's what it's like. Drugs. Yes. I'm trying to find her. Oh, there it is. Here we go. Michael, what are you doing? That's some fucking wordsmithing right there. <laughs> Some flow. Yeah, a little kids bop flow. Yeah, that's right. Reckon that kids bop flow. <laughs> and and when you said wordsmith, ironically, that's uh, her dad's name. No, that's Will Smith. Uh, <laughs> wordsmith is not also a wordsmith of the highest order. <laughs> yeah, is yeah. that one? Yeah. In West Philadelphia, Guys, born and raised. I, I mean, I don't know if you know. His parents really just don't understand. No, they, they don't. don't. Uh-uh. Yeah, you remember that song when he picks up a girl in his car and she's, what, 12 or something? No. Like, what? Yeah. Uh-huh. Listen to that song again. Dude, <laughs> what is it? Every song in the 80s and 90s was about, like, underage sex. I didn't Every know one that. Of yeah. Jesus. And, like, have them ripped by Winger. <laughs> or Bell Biv Or Bell Well, yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Backstage, underage, underage. adolescent, how you doing? Mm. Ah, okay. Well, that's... That's really great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what a, oh, yeah. So this round is on the, our patrons. Meanwhile, R. Kelly somewhere screaming in a jail cell like, what about them? Our patrons on patreon.com slash pastors podcast. you like to get me! If you'd like to buy us around, head on over to patreon.com slash pastors podcast. Ready to do meditating with Gary Busey? No. Oh, you don't have a computer. Not. We're about to skip that this do you, week. Do you want me to do it? No. Just I skip it this it. week. Just skip it this okay, week. Okay, we'll skip it. <laughs> Want to do bright side? Do you are you ready? Yeah, I gotta find out my new sound. Oh, for God's there sake! It is. You're listening to Look on the Bright Side with Mister Brightside himself, Matt Polly. Always look on the light side of life. I really want to just press all the theme songs we've got at once and just get it over with. Well, I'm sure you will. Yeah, give it time. Uh, uh, Brad and I saw Nick Curl. Yeah, Nick Crow. And Matt doesn't remember any of it because yeah, he was completely shit housed. I was pretty drunk. Um, <laughs> totally <laughs> shit. Surprises no this one. Is a, this is a. You want to talk about the difference in our personalities? Here's the difference in our personalities. So, we go to dinner. 
we each have a couple of beers. We went to St. Joseph Brewery in Indy, which is highly recommend. Awesome. It's in an old Catholic church Bless soul. where the altar used to be is now like brewing tanks. Yeah. It's fantastic. Uh, really great food. Mm-hmm. I had open faced bison meat. Oh, that so was good. ridiculous. And I had uh, three, three German sausage plate or whatever. Yeah, or something. Three different types of German sausage. Yeah. And uh, the sauerkraut was fucking yeah. incredible. Uh, anyway, so we, we each had two beers and we still had a bunch of time to kill. So we looked like, okay, there's an Irish bar and restaurant on the way to the venue. Well, we were walking anyway. So it was like, okay. So we get there and I'm like, let's just go get a whiskey, you know, before that it'll be enough time to kill. And then we'll walk to the show. Okay. So we get there. This Matt is the difference, right? Matt got a flight. Matt gets a flight of whiskey. I knew it. Not a whiskey, a, a flight, flight of whiskeys. Absolutely shit house. Fly like an eagle. Had I had time to like really sip him, it'd been an issue. We were only there like twenty minutes, we, a half then, an hour. Then we get to the show and he's like, uh, "I'm going to get a beer." Holy fuck! So that was fine. He remembers nothing of the. No, show. I do. I remember there being two Nick Krolls on stage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For like half the show. Yeah. Well, I said just yesterday, I was like, "Hey, do you remember that one bit he did?" And you're like, eh, "Not really." I don't yeah. remember any. I mean, I don't really. How do you pick out one bit? In a whole show, uh, especially when you're drunk. Or right, anyway, uh, yeah, was, uh, was that it? Yeah, it was fun. It was just we had a really good time. Yeah, we did. It was a really pleasant evening. <clears throat> Matt's favorite song whenever he's drunk. gonna be his thing tonight no, you can tell i'm done I'm no done you're not that. you know you're not i'm done that's a total i gotta move away from that yeah it, the the really gross it's not, part, later. it's not towards the end yeah just all right you know, parents are the same no matter time or place no matter time or place brad they're the same <laughs> they just don't understand they don't. guys even when you take the the porsche they, they really that's right yes. and pick up an underage girl Yes. Do you know what my favorite 90s song is? Oh, my God. <laughs> my favorite 90s uh, rap song? What, Michael? Um, here it is. Hold on. Play it for you. All right. Great. Mm, yeah. Oh. Michael. Watch that out, baby. <laughs> Make it hot, baby. What the hell is <laughs> At least in 1995. <laughs> Michael, what is this? <laughs> it's the first time together, and I'm feeling kind of horny. Conventional methods of making love kind of horny. Wow. I want to knock your block off, get my rocks off, blow your socks off, make sure your G spot's sore. Okay, well, that's. Wait for the hook. I get my swirl going, bring it live, make it last forever. Wait for the hook, right? Daddy, slow down your flow. Put it on me like a G, baby. Nice and slow. I need a rough neck, nigga, man, zingo in a second. Wait a break. The poor my hands. Mandingo in the back. Yikes. Michael, come on. You're just going to have to let him wear himself out. Let me know when you're. Yeah. Man of steel. Oh, yeah, I remember this song. All right, Michael. Oh, That's a great video. Oh my my God. God. Daddy, well, slow down your flow. 
Man. Boy, that's not completely <laughs> fucked up and disturbing. No, no metaphors. Uh, there were no metaphors to be found in that oh, song. It was, God. yeah. It's really about uh, the deconstruction of my no, relationship. Brad, did you me. have a bright side? Uh, I was going to be going to the Nicole okay. show. Michael, but, do you have yeah. a right side? Uh, I have a left side. Um, <laughs> I hate when he's like and this. And you can kiss it. I, I fucking hate it. He's, <laughs> I told you. He's I just, knew. He's on I was, it. I, I was, knew. I was actually I fine. Within the first five minutes, this is what it was going to no, be. No, I like. was actually fine. And then you got me fire, fired up. And then I was just like, all right, I got to lean into it. Um, I so yesterday we went to um the Adam's Family movie. It wasn't Any bad. Good? It was it was it was better than I expected. Yeah. So for a kids movie, it was better than I expected. Um, it was dark and it was like on the verge of maybe being too dark for the kids, but it was hilarious. And then we went to IHOP afterwards, and they had Adam's Family food. You went to where IHOP? You said IHOP. Same thing. I knew what you meant. <clears throat> International House of Prayer. Uh, cult in Kansas. <laughs> yeah. I don't know a good A word. Um, Ass pancakes. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, really glad you pushed doing through it that. Doing it and doing it no. well. Uh, oh, and by the way, I'm ready for my computer's done. I'm ready for uh, meditating with Gary Busey. All right, let's do it. Um, hold on. Let me pull this. Let me do. There we go. Positive affirmation. All right, here we go. Relax time will take care of itself. Hashtag Buseyisms. This has been meditating with Gary Busey. He his own wisdom. He sure does. <laughs> that is Coke aficionado Gary Busey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Quality. Um. All right. So, where, where, what are we doing now? All right. We don't have any fat bastards, right? Nope. Nope. No CCM corner. Oh, we're going to do the music thing? Yeah. All right, let's do it. What do you got? Brad, go ahead. No, go ahead, because I'm oh. my, I'm still trying to get my computer uh, <laughs> organized here. So, <clears throat> uh, where'd it go? Where's my music? Okay. Um, I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm going to play this. Joseph Arthur came out with a new album. Oh, week. really? Yeah. Oh. Is it good? It's really good. Called Comeback, Comeback World. Um, Come back, OC. I've I I've loved Joseph Arthur since the OC. I bought uh, no, don't call it that. <laughs> since uh, he put out Redemption Son, that album that was a good album. It's a damn good album, yeah. and I've and then you discover the song in the in the sun, which right. is probably his best song. Anyway, this album is a is a damn good album. I was really pleased with it. This song's called "I'll Be Around." When you can't find your way home. I'll be around I'll be around a while And everyone you know has let you down I'll be around I'll be around a while When the night twists up just like a snake I'll be around it's kind of gospel-ish. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of his and stuff kind of is. Close, but your mind's away. Be around. That bass is good. Yeah. Be around the wild. Come on, baby, why don't you come over? I'll protect you. 
kind of a positive album too, which is sometimes yeah, a little different for him. But yeah, yeah I'm a, I want it makes me want to revisit all his other stuff. Yeah, so. it's good. All good to download like that. Yeah, called Comeback World. <clears throat> right, assuming I get my computer to actually play music. I've got songs. Am I want. on? Uh, yeah, should be. All right. Uh, Nick Cave. Oh God, this album is so fucking good, dude. This album is fucking devastating. Yeah, like. I listened to it again today. Like I've listened to it a handful of times since yep. it came out on October third. Listened to it again today. I was almost in tears. Okay, so his teenage son died a few years back, Ooh. and this album is literally just like the the last album, Skeleton Tree, is all about that. This one is like it's basically like an hour long, essentially like a meditation on yeah. loss and grief yeah. and it's gorgeous. Sort of hope. It is beautiful. It's a gorgeous album. Like this is not like if you, <clears throat> I don't know if you, if you don't listen to a lot of Nick Cave this is not murder ballads no. type Nick Cave this is or this is anything this is like in. post uh, Dig Lazarus Dig yeah Nick Cave yeah. most of the last three albums he's put out a lot of piano a lot of it, yeah. it's 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 uh this album I mean it's called Ghost Teen yeah Ghost Teen like yeah. oh, his yikes. son was fifteen fell off a cliff yeah yeah Shit. so the whole thing is in the music and the lyric it's haunting literally yeah. haunting yeah like it's just it's freaking fantastic it's an album i hesitate to even play a clip because it's not going to do it justice no. it's an album you have to listen to in its entirety yep. um because i mean like the last song is 14 minutes long i mean it's like ex- expansive mm-hmm. like and he goes to this story about like Jeez. buddha and mm-hmm. i mean it's it's ridiculous like the the whole album ends with him basically saying I'm essentially waiting for peace. Yeah. Um, there are a few songwriters better than Nick Cave. I'm not sure there's anybody that does talks about the tension between light and darkness better than him. Yeah. Um, so anyway, this song is called Bright Horses. Like I said, it's it's not really going to do it justice, but... It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it is just a really, really beautiful album. Yeah. Uh, albeit, I mean, if you're looking for like a, <laughs> a Windows Down banger, nah, not the album for you. Dude, but uh, that's, that's early Nick Cave. Yeah, but man, it's uh, yeah, it's it's just gorgeous. It's easily in my top ten of the year. So, and he's he's probably in my this album 
these last I've been two on albums, a major Nick Cave yeah. kick lately. I've these been last, kind of listening to these last two albums probably vaulted him into my top five artists. He's yeah, he's he's, great. he's just incredible. He just and for for decades he's been making incredible post yeah. post punk music. Yeah. I and mean, it's just yeah. Michael, what do you got? Uh, do I stick with a joke song or do I go to like a serious song? Which one, Michael? I don't. Whatever. Just yeah. Just pick one. You have a preference, Brad? I no. Whatever, man. Just do what you're gonna do. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. This song called "Hockey Monkey" by the Zambonis and James Kolchak, a superstar. So who? What the fuck are you listening <laughs> to? God, all make- the scientists are running around looking for the monkey, but he can't be found because he's down by the pond playing hockey with the kids. And all the mothers are running around looking for their children, but they can't be found because they're down it's by fun. the pond playing hockey with the monkey. <laughs> and it's one, two, three. That's pretty much That's, it. Uh, it's yeah, just a fun song. Yeah, I love I, fun. It is fun. Like I will say it is fun. How in the fuck did you find that? I can't even remember. That's a really God, old song. That is so obscure. So, yeah. That is pretty funny, though. The Zambonis. So it's a hockey. I mean, hockey season is a thing, right? Yeah. And, well, yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> For all the. It just started. Michael know. with his uh, extensive sports ball There's, knowledge. There, well, sports. <laughs> it's not really sports ball. Yeah, well, <laughs> sports biscuit. <laughs> That was my nickname in high school. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no. It nope, was your little biscuit cover band. <laughs> Sports biscuit. Yeah. But they just wore like <laughs> like those really tight coach shorts. Oh, uh, yeah. And the knee-high socks. <laughs> and all the songs had to do with the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Gordon Bombay. Knuckle Puck. Did it all uh, for the Knuckle Puck. God, what happened to Emilio Estevez? You talk about somebody that literally was just like, well, fuck off forever. Yeah. I'm his, out. Did Charlie Sheen, Sheen, did Charlie Sheen like, just, snort I think him? He, or? I think he melted him and injected him yeah. at some point in the early 2000s. Man, their dude is gone. You could not, in the 80s, you couldn't find him in the 90s. Him in yeah. No, nothing. He was in everything. Yeah. And now he, he he is living in a cave somewhere. Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, has got to be wiping his ass with $100 bills. Probably. I'm assuming. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Wouldn't. I assume that he's living, living large, doing coke. <laughs> Would be my guess if I were a betting man. Well, he did hang out with Charlie Sheen. He did. Well, no, they're freaking brothers. brothers, dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did how you did not I, know I that? I that I knew that. Half brothers. Yeah. How did yeah. I fucking yeah, not these, know that? Yeah. Martin How did I get Sheen through the 80s and, yeah. and the 90s? You know their dad's Charlie Sheen, right? Nope. Their dad is Martin, Martin Sheen. Sheen. I didn't know that. <laughs> no, it's not. Charlie Sheen was I don't we think I knew about. that. You didn't know that? Maybe I did at one point. I just forgot. You didn't You didn't equate Martin Sheen and Charlie no, no, Sheen? No, 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 no. I knew that. No, oh, I fucking okay. knew that. I didn't <laughs> know about Emilio no. Estevez. Yeah. I just knew they'd made men at work. So, men at work. Yeah, I never saw that. Yeah, they were collected garbage. It's fine. Really? Yeah. That's what that's about? It was a Charlie Sheen vehicle. So take it for whatever it's worth. <laughs> it's no anger management. No. What? Or yeah, he made a he made a TV show based off of uh, Adam Sandler's movie. Well, that's a good call. <laughs> that's always a good career move. Was that when he was injecting tiger blood? Or <laughs> No, I think that was Two and a Half Men that he did that. After Two and a Half Men, 
Then he did anger management. I'm pretty sure. All right, let's move on. What are we doing? That's the Emilio Estevez hour. Let's move on. <laughs> right. Um, all right, let's go into the newsfeed. Lock up your fears, dry all your tears, refill your beers. We're headed into the newsfeed. Uh, we do have one from Stephanie Rice and Beans. Stephanie Rice in the house. Um, so. She has got the 17 weirdest Halloween costumes of 2019. Okay. Um, one is uh, deer in the headlights couples costume. <laughs> the man is the deer. And I guess you can guess what the oh, headlights boy. are. Classy. Dude. Yep. yep. So. And can we talk about. Okay. So I, just today I was in a store. And I heard an older customer, of course it's an older guy, and I'd never really noticed this language before, but it just bugged the shit out of me. The guy was like, <clears throat> hey there, broad. Well, no, he was he was waiting for his drinks, and they gave him a drink. He's like, oh, I got one more, and like, oh, who's that for? That's for my wife. I'm, and, oh, where's she? Well, she's at work. Oh, okay, great. That's nice of you. Yeah, I'm just trying to score some points. Hey, man, what the fuck is... If your marriage is based on a point system, like, I don't know that I've ever used that language about my wife of, well, this will, or even thought, yeah. well, if I do the dishes, maybe this will get me some points. Like, I am like 1,526 <laughs> points up right now as we speak, but we're going to need to, we're going to need to get a phone call with Sarah to confirm that. <laughs> but you know what? That's what we fucking grew up with. It was is. Yeah. Any of the Christian yes. marriage shit was like, yes. this for the you, broad. Do, you do the dishes, she'll fuck you. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's exactly I remember, I remember love, making starts? love making starts in the kitchen. Fuck off. Hey, I but, remember that hey, being seriously, said. Does that work? Like, does that work? No, it doesn't work. No, it. Clearly not. Cause you're 1500 points ahead. So yeah. I'm just kidding. We don't. We love keeps no record of wrongs. Anyway, that just when you were say, <laughs> thank God because I'd be fifteen hundred points under. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, I just I, man, I heard that guy saying that today. I was I just know. like, God damn, man! Like, I'm sure it doesn't mean that he doesn't love his wife, but like, think of the the psychology behind that. Like, oh, well, just it's gonna, just ingrained. It's why, like, why can't you just be like, yeah, I'm just doing this because I, I she likes coffee and I thought it would be a nice yeah. thing to do. It's a nice gesture that doesn't need. The commentary. It doesn't need commentary. It doesn't he wants, need qualified. He wants to feel rewarded for what uh, he's for the or, or huge just, sacrifice he's done to yeah, go get himself right. coffee. Or it's just and a buy. throwaway phrase. And he doesn't really think about the implications of it. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, how many throwaway phrases do you use with like baristas and stuff like that? I mean, well, I don't. Like what? Well, not that. I mean, never mind. I don't know. I listen to people do it all the time, and it's gross when they call them sweetheart. And, well, honey, I'm, I'm not talking about that. I yeah, okay. Sweetie, yeah. hey darling, stop it! That's why do you gross, look? At, why dude. do you look at me when you say it's that? all gross? Um, all right, next costume is uh, it's a pretty cute actually. It's a uh, dinosaur hatchling. It's like a little baby dinosaur costume with a looks like a diaper, but the diaper's the egg. <laughs> Not bad. Michael, will, will you go as the dinosaur baby, and I'll go as the father? It's a little, it's a little too small. It's, I think they only sell in the. The infant size. You need to go. To, you need to dress for Halloween as a giant adult baby. No, no, you really do. I'm oh my really god. never gonna do that. That would be, and we'll get a shopping cart and push him around in it. Yes. Oh my god, that would be magical. <laughs> uh, you know what? I would even go as the wife, and you could go as the father. <laughs> that would be the funniest goddamn thing ever. 
The next one is the pinata costume. It's just a dude with a pinata costume holding a baseball bat. So, uh, the next one is uh, a cactus called the happy cactus. Oh, let me boy. tell you why. You don't happy. even need to tell. You don't even need to say, show me. Yeah, it looks like a penis it's with a green, balls. A yeah. green. Uh, yeah. Like I could have. Ladies, you're gonna want to stay away. And men, you're gonna want to stay away from that cactus. Yeah. A little prickly, if you know yeah. what I mean. Mm-hmm. I don't know what little, you mean. What do little you mean? stabby. It's called the um, Salutum Rectorium oh, cactus. That's damn near Salutum Rectorium. That was my death metal band in college. <laughs> Salutum Rectorium. Yeah, we played Doom. We played a Swedish Doom metal. <laughs> it was our tourniquet cover band. That <laughs> sounds like a tourniquet song. Yeah, Salutum, Salutum Rectorium. Rectorium. If that's not the fucking hashtag, I'm saluting. I've already got it. Don't. Um, <laughs> next one is sexy muskox. What, what is muskox? <laughs> sexy muskox. Dude. Okay, that was my nickname in high school. That's fucking amazing. Oh my god, that's so good. <laughs> it looks like a cartoon character. The hooves. The hooves alone. It's just. I just really <laughs> literally. Yeah, can't but do for anything. it to be sexy, you'd have to cut out a hole and have his cock and ball sticking yeah. out of the front of it. <laughs> I'll show you a muskox. <laughs> I've smelled your muskox. Oh God! Um, the blunt master. <laughs> your muskox smells like Cheetos, and it's pretty much a dude in a blunt with his thumbs up. That's great. Yeah. Uh, cheese balls, cheesy cheese balls. Okay. It looks like a carrot top. Um, <laughs> we'll just go with carrot coming top. out of a cheese ball bucket. So. Uh, there's a cornhole uh, costume. Wait. Oh, the game? Yeah, the game. Oh. Oh, God. Yeah. And, and it's not even inappropriately placed. You would think that out of all the things, you would place the hole in a correct spot, but it's right in his chest. Oh, so, well, that's no fun. I know. But there's a star right by his dick. So. Oh, well. Like, yeah. Here, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll show it to you. Yeah, yeah. it pretty much is. With an arrow pointing straight. Are we still doing this segment? What? Yeah, uh, guinea pig mermaid. It's a costume for your guinea pig. And it's a mermaid. Costume. Oh my god! Before you eat that some bitch. Yeah, before you eat it and put it in your ice cream. <laughs> Who wants quee ice cream? Um, does this idea you eat that squealing bastard. seem a little fishy? Mm. Is this a BuzzFeed article? It no. like feels like a BuzzFeed article. Feel like a no, Buzz it's a article. it's a Huff Post. Ah, that's, that's right. Close enough. Yep. And then sexy, the upper class BuzzFeed. It, it, it really sexy is. alien is one. I don't. That's not necessary. Uh, is, there then, is there probing involved? This Please one. Tell me it's called this the is glorp. the one that I think we need. That I could see. <laughs> that was Matt. my, my go to move the in high glor- school. The Glorp Master Five. I could see Matt pulling this one off. It is the sexy. Baboon. I could do that. I could pull that the off. Big old red butt. Yep. Would Would you hold me and go? Ah, <laughs> Yeah. If you went as the fucking Lion King, I fucking absolutely would, man. <laughs> Baby Simba. Oh my god, that would be the funniest goddamn thing. You could go as uh, what's the Pumba? Was that the the the, the, the boar the warthog? When I was like, oh my warthog. Oh my god, that would be amazing. Uh, female prince costume with uh, unnecessary cleavage. Just oh whoa, yeah. that's well, a, 
No, that's that's almost Sec- a little more than a cleavage. It's a sex. Uh, that's not really a Halloween costume so much as a bedroom costume. Yeah, a I just lost an eye to a nipple. So I mean, that, would uh, you like that as a bedroom costume? I wouldn't, that, wouldn't hate it. I'm not going to kick it out. I mean, <laughs> look, but, bedroom costume is just a win no matter what the costume is. It really is. is. What yeah. if it's Mama Shark? Would you? <laughs> Are the boobs cut out? Do, 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 mama Shark. Do, 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 do. Whatever. I mean, Dude, what are we doing? Uh, Can we move on, no, no. <laughs> Stephanie, Stephanie Rice you knew what paid you were for doing. us to Why? talk about. Why this. did you do this? Colonel Sanders is another one. That one's actually pretty cool. <laughs> no, who cool. Is, who wants to go to Colonel Sanders? And you could say, "I'm Norm McDonald." I would literally get a bucket of drumsticks and just throw them at people when I walked into a party. I just yeah. chuck them, just throw them across the room. No, uh, I just walk around. Just, no, I just walk around, and never say anything, and just creepily like eat chicken next to people, <laughs> like right over their shoulder. Yeah, just chewing right over just their like, shoulder, man. Here's the yeah. par- the party pooper is the next one. <laughs> it's a okay. I'd wear that. It's a dude standing up, and I'd wear that. It's an inflatable, <laughs> absolutely uh, toilet. Hey, how much money we got in the pastor's account? N- uh, not enough for party pooper. <laughs> I don't think. How about the baboon? And then the inflatable wild wow, I don't even know how much. A sexy bullfighter is another one. Um, and it's weird. Let me see how much the baboon one is. And it's weird. Well, I mean, because the uh, the guy walking around with a toilet is not weird. It's like the his groin area is like I get my it's I lace saw the picture of the wait the bullfighter the bullfighter yeah. Oh God, the adult baboon is one hundred and twenty to one hundred twenty five dollars. That's a lot for a baboon. Yeah. yeah. See, I just yeah. I got a monkey mask at Walmart last year for like six bucks. Uh, Yeah, so let me show you this sexy bullfighter. Okay. Isn't that weird? I don't understand why they would do lace. There's not a whole lot to any of that, really. And I don't look like that guy. Well, the whole... That guy's been doing lat pull downs. All his shorts are lace, but then in like the the crotchal area, it's like like sheet, like pantyhose material. I don't know. It, it, what are we doing? Are we done? Are we? Stephanie, I blame you for this. Yeah. I wouldn't. Would you wear those shorts? No, I yeah. wouldn't. I don't look like that guy. But just the shorts. I'd wear them during sexy time. No. Yeah, sure. Oh, God. Let me see how much they are. I don't even like the look of myself. If the maybe, podcast so... bottom, would you give us a full recap? Sure. No. Nope. I'm vetoing that shit. <laughs> Hardcore. Let me see. I want none oh, of that. Oh, God. The website that I pulled up. <laughs> It's all sexy costumes. Oh my! The anaconda bong thong is a thing. <laughs> the big bad wolf thong. There's a, there's a lot. It's all man thongs. Mister Pilot costume are we done? outfit. Oh my! God. Even the dog wants you to stop. Can you stop? And I gave her peanut butter. She's still telling you to shut it's the a, fuck up. Just imagine a lion's face. Michael, I get it. King of the jungle thong. <sighs> It's like Mr. Nose with a mane. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Whatever you got. All right. Um, Thanks, Stephanie Rice. We love you. Yeah, thank you. I guess. <laughs> We've got a couple of records to talk about. World uh, records or like albums? Yeah, no, one's a state record and one is a Guinness record. So Okay. California man's 2,175-pound pumpkin sets new state record. How much? 2,175 pounds. He's, he's dropping like... That's over a one-ton pumpkin. Wow. That's my uh, album name. Uh, the world dropping. record is uh, over 2,600 pounds in 2016. That's, that's a big pumpkin. 
Uh, Didn't Rob is, Bell have a ton bundle? Wasn't it, it was like pumpkin ton? What? Like, he had a, a band called Ton Bundle. I oh, believe. I don't know. That's a Rob Bell deep cut. Yeah, that's Jesus a real, Christ, real deep cut. You're like uh, the king of deep cuts. Like, so he won a he won a prize for this first cut. Fifteen thousand two hundred twenty five dollars for growing that pumpkin. My, God. how much? Fifteen thousand two hundred twenty five dollars. Jesus H Christ! It's a lot of money for to grow a giant pumpkin. It's probably one of those mini pumpkin pumpkins. He just put a bunch of heavy weights inside of it. <laughs> no, no, it's definitely not. It's massive. Freaking ridiculously huge. Look at this thing. Wow. It's ridiculous. That's insane, man. I don't uh, understand how people do that. Like, there's, there's got to be a science There's probably it. a species or a whatever of pumpkin that grows, like, yeah. a ridiculous size. And then there's... It's probably a matter of feeding it certain nutrients and tending yeah. it and all that. But, they yeah, that's insane. Pray to the great pumpkin. That's Charlie probably Brown. what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably what it was. Uh, cyclist wheelies for 50.5 miles to break Guinness record. Whoa. A Maryland man broke a Guinness world record when he got on his bicycle and rode for 50 and a half miles on only his back wheel. Dude, I could mm. never even pop a wheel. Rich Flanagan, 56. Jeez. Said his goal for Saturday's attempt, uh, was a hundred miles, but a gust of wind knocked him off balance at 50 and a half. A gust <laughs> of wind. Yeah. Hi, Gwen. Hi, sweetheart. <laughs> She's like trying to get me to play with a toy. You She's desperate. Thing. She's been lonely all day. Um, that's insane. Took uh, four hours and oh. ten minutes on oh, one man. wheel. Riding, you know the, riding around a track. Do you know the concentration and the the. Can energy? you imagine riding around a track for fifty and a half oh. miles? Wow. Jeez. Yeah. On um, a wheelie. Yeah. Because it's not like you're the going previous. Fast on a the wheelie. previous record was twenty six miles. Wow, so this so dude destroyed it. this record. Uh, he will submit evidence. I wonder if he did any kind of training or if he just did it for funsies. Like, what am I doing? Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure you would have to. You would have to train in yeah. some fashion. You'd have to. I used to do uh, wheelchair wheelie, wheelies back in the day. You ever do this? <laughs> no. It's fucking fun, man. Uh, so... If accepted, it will be his third Guinness record after previously setting records for farthest distance bicycle wheelie in one hour, which was 16.07 miles. I hope he has really bizarre other things like he and how the many fastest the fastest bicycle wheelie over 100 meters in 10.86 seconds. That's cooking. Jeez. That's almost world record Usain Bolt pace. Is that from zero to 100? Or was he already no, going that fast? That's zero to 100. You have a running start. <clears throat> oh, jeez. So anyway, there you go. Some some fun records. It is. All right, records with Brad Polly. <laughs> we should I, do that. No, next we week. shouldn't. Yeah. I don't have any interest. Irish man pre-records <laughs> message to play at his funeral. Oh, dude! Did you see this? I, I heard it on the radio it. today. Okay. It's Give amazing. It is the audio there? Yeah, there's right, audio. Let's hear it. Uh, hold on, let me find I it. I hate you all. Okay. Hello? Hello? Let me out! Where the fuck am I? Hello? 
Hello? Let me have the fucking bag in here. <laughs> Who the fuck am I? Is that that priest I can hear? Let me out! Hello? Hello? Who's that? Who's that? No. <laughs> I'm in the box. No, I'm fucking front of you. I'm dead. You gotta hear that. That's me. Hello again. Hello. I just called to say goodbye. I'm gonna die. I pray to say hello again. Hello. Again. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. It's man. great, That's man. Like, uh, his name is Shay Bradley. He's a Dublin granddad of eight. Looks like he looks like a dude that's just like a, like just a big jolly yeah. Irishman, man. Yeah, I mean, just amazing. Anyway, that's just that's just they say he was a prankster. Um, always thought outside the box and wanted to leave his family laughing. He he succeeded. So that's I'm gonna do that shit. By the way, yeah, I had a, I'm gonna pre-record it for next week. I've s- <laughs> <laughs> okay. I I actually said I. I've thought for a long time it'd be hilarious to do an open casket where your dick's out. Well, <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not at all where I was going with that, but to be painted up like a clown and uh, be holding a bouquet of balloons yeah. in the casket. Yeah. It, just because people would walk in and have no idea what to do. Like completely yeah. no clue how to yeah. react. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be great. Uh, from Good News Network. Where news comes first. Anonymous postal worker. Ugh. Postal Urkel? worker, Urkel's brother sent girl. <laughs> no, Angela Merkel's uh, cousin. Anonymous ah. postal worker sent girl a sweet package after she addressed a letter to God about her dog in heaven. Uh, Texas family suffered the loss of their pet, uh, but their story is hopefully will return your or uh, have your faith in humanity fully restored. Greg and Joy Scrivener's fourteen-year-old dog Abby died. Bartleby the Scrivener's. <laughs> good, that's, that's good <laughs> <Archer> reference. <laughs> No, not a, not a big Millville crowd here. It's all right. It's okay. It's a tough read. Um, 14-year-old dog died in 2006, the day after she passed away. Their four-year-old daughter, Meredith, was so sad that she asked her mother if they could write a letter to God so that when Abby got to heaven, God would recognize her. So this is what she wrote. Dear God, will you please take care of my dog? She died yesterday and is with you in heaven. I miss her very much. I'm happy that you let, let me have her as my dog, even though she got sick. I hope you will play with her. She likes to swim and play with balls. I am sending a picture of her, so when you see her, you'll know that she's my dog. I really miss her. Love, Meredith. She then put the letter in the envelope with two pictures of Abby and addressed the envelope to God in heaven. They wrote their San Antonio address on it and put it in the mailbox. <clears throat> Soon after, there was a package wrapped in gold paper on their front porch addressed to Meredith. Inside was a book written by Mr. Rogers called When a Pet Dies. The original envelope and letter were also enclosed along with the photos of their beloved black and white dog. Tucked inside the box was this note. Dear Meredith, Abby arrived safely in heaven. Having the picture was a big help, and I recognized her right away. Abby isn't sick anymore. Her spirit is here with me just like it stays in your heart. Abby loved being a dog. Since we don't need our bodies in heaven, I don't have any pockets to keep your picture in, so I'm sending it back to you in this little book for you to keep and have something to remember Abby by. Thank you for your beautiful letter, and thank your mother for helping you write it and sending it to me. What a wonderful mother you have. I picked her especially for you. I send my blessings every day, and remember that I love you very much. By the way, I'm easy to find. I am wherever there is love. Love God. Just some postal worker, some anonymous postal worker wrote that back to her. Isn't that cool? People are good, man. Man, that's, yeah. Yeah. I almost cried when I read that because, you know, having a dog and, like, having a dog changes things. Like, 
we really don't deserve dogs. I will say that they're completely a hundred percent unconditionally love you. And it's changed the podcast. We can't go 10 minutes without locking her in a room somewhere. And currently she's locked upstairs (laughs) in my room. So I feel bad, but, um, anyway, but that's, I just thought that was a really, really sweet story. So good on, good on that anonymous postal worker for doing that. Sweet. Michael, go ahead and shit on that. Um, product update. There it is. Um, these sneakers, one thousand four hundred twenty-five dollars. Injected. Guess which pastor owns them? Wait, injected with Jordan River holy water. Oh my! Sold God. out in minutes. I the, just I, the air whatever, Jesus, man. if you will. Yep. They I also just, uh, feature a crucifix charm. Uh, Frankincense. Boy, that's what our Lord and Savior Wait, had in mind. Let's just say that again. A crucifix charm. Do you ever just a you crucifix know, sometimes, charm? Sometimes just to get by with any sort of shred of humanity left, I just have to go. I just have to picture Jesus up there going, oh, fuck. These are the, the, like, te- the testaments of the shoe industry. Um, Here's the soundtrack for Christianity. Yeah. Uh, crucifix charm, frankincense scented insoles. Oh, <laughs> a drop of blood to symbolize the blood of Christ. What a fucking joke! Wait, a what? There's a drop of blood. There's a drop. It's just an image of a drop uh, of blood, of course, to to symbolize the blood of Christ. Boy, nothing sacrilegious about this at all. Um, it's uh, oh, oh, all these, all you liberals have ruined the church and ruined the Bible. You don't take it seriously. Dishes out a thousand dollars for holy water, George, for shitty bucks. fucking shoes with water in them. <laughs> they also feature the words uh, MT 1425, Matthew uh, 1425, yeah, of course, which Jesus walks on water. Uh, boy, um, oh, if you really want to show your love for Christ, oh, they'll, right. they'll know you are a Christian by yep. your shoes. I'm telling you, Stephen Furtick is going to own these. It's, I'm telling you right now, if he doesn't Mother, already. Mother Teresa is rolling around in her grave right uh, now. Oh, boy. Dude, fuck Christians. It's, I mean, Christian. No, I would say, no, fuck Christianity. The, fuck the people who bought these Christianity, shoes. Inc. Fuck that into the dirt. Just put a stake through the heart of that bullshit. I'm fine with... A, I'm going to wear it to the polls when I vote for Trump again. <laughs> Maga. <laughs> I'll be wearing them Sunday mornings. <laughs> Kicking back. In May. Fucking burn it to the ground. I, I mean, if I had those shoes, I would probably go to church. I, I've said it on this podcast. Just burn it to the fucking ground, I've man. said it a number of times on this podcast. Uh, there's a reckoning coming to the American church, and it is going to deserve every single thing that it gets. Yep. <clears throat> yep. It's coming. So let me ask you guys this question. For this next one, it's kind of a product update, newsfeed item, whatever you want to call it. Let's say one part of your body that uh, you would want immortalized forever. My dick. Okay. Wow. What else did you expect? I mean, what fucking answer did you expect? Do you have, Michael, you have a preference? I don't have anything. I hate everything your about ear. my body. So my no, ta- my tattoos absolutely nothing. All right, there. That's I'm what I expect. Hideous, disgusting person. So you can now get your tattoos and the skin of your oh, dead yeah, loved ones preserved. I knew that. Ooh, that's will, a little weird. They will skin you and save yeah. and preserve it for all time. Mm. 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. It's yeah, a little it's weird. It's a little weird. Far be it for me to like. And they have pictures of it. You can see the like see the tattoos on anybody's grief, it. but uh, okay. that's that's pretty weird. I mean, it doesn't oh. look like skin. Yeah, but it's still but skin. It's definitely it's still skin. skin. It's definitely skin. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not not so sure about that. Yeah, take it back. Don't preserve my tattoos. All right. So my, back my, to the dick. Put my dick in a jar. <laughs> it's my dick in a jar. My dick in a jar. Yeah. Wasn't uh, Vlad the Impaler? Didn't they? Or who? Or uh, no, not Vlad the Impaler. It was fucking Dracula. Uh, <laughs> one of the Russian something had his dick has his dick. Preserved. Oh, Rasputin. That's it. And it's fucking gigantic. Yeah, it's, you can yeah. find pictures online yeah. of Rasputin's dick. It's in a museum, and it is really, really something. Wasn't he one of the wizards in Lord of the Rings? No, nope. nope. <laughs> yeah, here it's it is, Josh Michael. Casey, dude. You gonna show me a dick check? Check this shit. Uh, yeah, it's what I what? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, um, uh, what? Yeah, it's that my dick is, in a jar. It looks. Like, it looks my like dick I in don't a jar. Know. Yeah. It looks like somebody look. cut the note, trunk off an elephant. It's, Dude, that's not. That's not even that human. Is, that can't be human. It it's is human. Definitely human. And How big was that man? Definitely was, circumcised. Yeah. How big was he? Uh, I don't know. Was he just a large dude? Well, he looks like about 12 inches on erect <laughs> at this point. I, I mean, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Boy, my Google search history just got interesting. <laughs> Sorry, Beth. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> Fucking flawed the impaler. And here's my here's my More like Rasputin the impaler. Yeah. Am I right? I was am right. I right, ladies, or am I right? I was half right. Salt Lake City, Utah. <laughs> A dude impaled a lot of Russian women. I mean, they definitely weren't walking. No, something tells me it was. Something tells me it wasn't consensual. I mean, I don't know how that could be consensual. Like, no matter. There's no. I mean, maybe if with a hole in the ground would be consensual. It's about the only way. All right. Even the dirt quivered. All right, move on. That was the first earthquake. The dirt quivered. First earthquake. That's actually pretty good. Did you feel the mountains tremble? <laughs> All creation groans. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're like all creation moans, am I right? <laughs> all right, Michael, what else you got? Um, hold on. He's busy hashtag. I gotta, I gotta hashtag some shit. All right. Um. So there was a, a, a break in Salt Lake City, Utah. A man was arrested Tuesday after workers uh, and police said he caused extensive damage to the roof of a building. Um. It was an adult store. Okay. So going in through the front door, he just went right to the top. Um, Charles Philip Higgins, 32. And I'll show you a picture of this guy. You're not going to think he's 32, man. Like, let me just. Wait, is this a Martinsville 32? Oh, dude, it is. <laughs> yeah. There's no way he's 32. That dude is every bit of 55. That dude looks older than my dad. Yeah. yeah. My God. Well, so if you're going through the top, that's considered oral, right? I mean, 
Hmm. Front door, back door. Yeah, roof. I get it. I get it. <laughs> God damn. All right. Um, so, <laughs> according to a probable cause affidavit, definitely cause. Uh, Less probable. More he likely. tried to enter Mischievous, which is the name of the star, on five five nine South three hundred West. If you'd like to visit mm-hmm. in Salt, Salt Lake City, so it's out in the country. No. Sounds like he's out in the fucking country. Well, I mean, <laughs> Salt Lake City is kind of all country. Just kidding. I have no idea. Um, so he, he tried to. I guess apparently he did try to. Uh, kick in through the rear um, <laughs> first. And when that failed, he went in through he, the back door. He headed up for the roof. Um, yeah, he did. And uh, All right, we get it. That's where he, cre- fuck's he created sake. three separate holes. <laughs> really Vlad the Impaler there. Um, really Rasputin that thing, yeah. huh? Uh, before falling into the attic. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have anything for that. <laughs> There's got to be something there, though. He didn't get off with anything. It's phrasing. Uh, but the damage of the building did was significant. Did fucking TMZ write this? No. Or like, it's KSL TV. Next news next door to you. Who knows? Um, so th- he had apparently shopped through the store, uh, collecting a box full of adult items. He had 15 different spandex hoods. <laughs> <laughs> what, in case you fucking wear them out or what? Damn, man. Um, he he seemed really interested in enhancing his personal stash. Um, hiding among the merchandise, uh, he was covered in insulation from the ceiling. Uh, yeah, so he ruined their, their roof and didn't get away. He was just one very determined guy. I don't like. So he just tried to steal. He didn't 15 even get hoods? out. He didn't even escape. He tried to steal fifteen hoods. That's all he tried to steal, and, and some other items as well. But they didn't list the other items. Oh, that's but, a uh, Fifteen hoods. But they were, felt were the need. The to, they felt the need to say he's tried to steal fifteen. Let me hoods. show you the damage he did to this roof. That's a lot of damage. Boy, that guy's desperate to get into. Jesus. I mean, my God, he must have been watching videos or something in there too. Oh. He had to be. It's not like anybody would fucking Time to mop this. the floors, guys. Yeah. Ugh. Cost thousands of dollars of damage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he really I did. Mean, yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. All right. I mean, I could do five more, but... No, you're not going to. All right. Well, where do we go from here? Is that, is that it? Foofy? We're done? Do we need more beer? Let's take a break. Yeah. All right. Further up and further in. Yeah. And we're back. Yeah. What are we talking about? Uh, week three of Trace. Al- alternative Orthodoxy. Try not to fight this week. <laughs> no promises. <laughs> I don't even remember what we're talking about, so it's fine. I remember I, I, I thought it was a good idea. Whatever it was. Does yeah, anybody have any notes on I this do. one? I okay, do. Not? No, no. Oh, great. So I have everything. I'll, come, I'll be, t- I'll okay. be relax, relax, uh, buddy. Alternative we can riff. Part three. I disagree. Uh, Whatever you're saying is wrong. <laughs> Michael's like, you mentioned God. I'm out. I'm a nihilist. Yeah. Fuck, fuck you. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, what the fuck? What are you doing there, I buddy? I don't know. All right. Uh, okay. For week three, it's this. Mm. 
For those who see deeply, there is only one reality. By reason of the incarnation, there is no truthful distinction between natural and supernatural, sacred and profane. We should talk about that these are from Richard Rohr. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ricky, Fran- Ricky Franciscan Rohr. Orthodoxy. It's Franciscan Alternative Orthodoxy. Yeah. Um, all of these statements come straight from, from Dickie Rohr's So what mouth. we're wanting to do, for those of you that haven't tuned into the first two of these... Probably Jerking should. off? Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yes. I mean, maybe that's what they were doing. I had sex. Okay, that's great. It's Richard Rohr. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> Somebody said it to me a while back. I don't even remember what for. <laughs> It doesn't matter. Uh, he came I on this podcast sex. for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but basically, we're talking about these from a, I guess, somewhat Christian perspective and then a post-Christian perspective, yeah. too. Yeah. Like, and this one, I think, more than the other two, lend itself to that, yeah. especially. So, Yeah, so if you want, go back and listen to the other two, yeah. the first two. Some of these lend Is there themselves. a website or something you, got no. this, you dusted this off of? No, it's straight from Richard Rohr. From his mouth, or did yeah. you? Yeah, he was on Rob a... Bell's podcast oh. a couple of years ago, and he talked about alternative orthodox, orthodoxy. Uh, dig back through Rob Bell's. In fact, I can tell you what episode it is. Um, episode eighty-six. So it's been a couple. It was April eleventh, two thousand sixteen. So you have to dig back through. It's just titled Richard Rohr and the Alternative Orthodoxy, and I think I just listened and copied them down. So, okay. um, so read this one again. Okay, for those who see deeply. There is only one reality, and that's in caps, one reality. By reason of the incarnation, there is no truthful distinction between natural and supernatural, sacred and profane. Okay? So I think to start, I think the key here is the phrase for those who see deeply. I don't think you can sort of gloss over that phrase. Um, you know, we've, you know, we've been reading a lot of Ram Dass and a lot of like different Alan Watts, a lot of different philosophers and whatever you want to call them, gurus or whatever they are. And I think that they would probably agree with this, that perhaps the highest level of enlightenment, which we talk about a lot on this podcast, is the realization that everything is interconnected. Yeah, it's 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 overcoming the matter spirit. All things are one. Yeah, it's 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 realizing the oneness, the non-duality. It's a non-dual way of seeing reality. Yep. Um, you know, we no longer separate people like what Pete Rollins calls into goodies and baddies. Yeah. Um, and it's not to say that evil doesn't exist. I don't want to, and I don't want to go off on that tangent. It's not to say that, but we don't, we no longer, we see people all as one connected thing. Yeah. It's almost like yeah. one being, one, there's almost like one being and we're all part of that being. And I think it's what the Bible calls the body of Christ. I think we're all part well, of that including one. Including all of creation. All of creation. Exactly. And, and, and if and when we sort of reach that plane of enlightenment where we realize that everything's interconnected, I think we've reached a point where we no longer act out of selfishness or self-preservation or any other self-hyphen <laughs> hyphen description. Um, but we act out of concern for all of, for the created order, humanity, the animals, the planet, whatever you want to, you know, all of it. Um, and I think it's important, and this is kind of goes to the, Unless you guys have comments on that. Uh, yeah. So I would say, okay, so um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I'm in agreement with, with all that. What I would say is we spend a lot of our time destroying that theory by how we live it out. Yeah. Like we spend a lot of time separating ourselves into who's Absolutely. in, who's out, who's Republican, sure who's, we do. who's Absolutely. Democrat, yeah. who's Christian, who's not mm-hmm. Christian, who's, who's enlightened, who's, who's not enlightened. I want to be 
in the light. Um, so, but, but yeah, we spend a lot of our time saying who's in and who's out. Um, I had a conversation with my, with my mom today just about, um, I don't know why, but we talked about Trump. Um, Good idea. And, and just the idea that like, you know, she's fed all these things and she believes that Huck Line and Sinker and just having that conversation with her and just being able to say, Hey, you know, there's, there's gotta be a middle way there, you know? Um, you know, Hillary wasn't perfect. You know, Donald Trump is far from perfect. Um, there has to be a, a middle ground where we can, we can, uh, see some sort of truth about the way things are. Cause if, if you get so stuck in that duality of, of how things are, um, you, you can't see people for the human, you, you literally strip people of their humanity. Right. Oh, know. absolutely. And, and when you do that, uh, you lose a little bit of your own humanity in that. So what happened? <laughs> Did she escape? But yeah, you lose some of your own humanity by taking away the humanity of others. And you know, Donald Trump, he's a human, believe it or not. He's and and Hillary is not a reptilian. You know? <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> believe not it or not. The, not one of the you lizard know? people. Um and, and uh there are things that I dislike about both of them. I would rather have Hillary as our president, but that's not the way things are. Um but like I was having a convert we were talking about all the, the hot button topics talking about um, environmentalism and you know, well, it doesn't matter because Jesus is going to come back. Oh, don't you think God's going to come back? Yeah, buddy. It's like, I don't think that matters. Um, you know, if, if God does come back, I mean, we still have the responsibility of taking care of the gift that he has given us. If you know, she exists. Yeah. So, uh, um, I, I was just so quick to, to, to strip people and make them all evil. Um, and, and, you know, Donald Trump is, is a definitely a great exercise in trying to find some yeah. ounce of humanity in somebody. Well, and so are all the Trump supporters in our community. Yeah. I mean, but that's our parents. Fuck me, man. Well, I mean, my parents not my support. Well, well, I will say, Mike, I'll give my parents credit. They're yeah. conservative. They can't stand the guy. My dad's like, I'll, for the first time ever, I'll be yeah. voting for a Democrat for president. He's like, whoever he said, I don't give a shit who it is. And against like, whoever Trump endorses. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, and and we'll, I mean, not saying your your parents won't do that, but we'll see when they when they're yeah, they definitely will. They definitely I, will. I, yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah. like, I think that's actually a little bit off topic from what. Well, I, my, my point was the, the realizing that we're all part, all interconnected. Uh, we're so quick to to, to disconnect, yeah. and, and that that was oh, my yeah, point. That, that was yeah. that was yeah, my yeah, point yeah. for for the topic is saying that mm-hmm. we are on in. We are one. We're all connected. Right. But I think that you don't get to that point unless you overcome the matter spirit divide. Yep. And that's, yeah. I think, what this alternative ortho, this, this point in the alternative orthodoxy is saying, you know, because he talks about, he says, by reason of the incarnation, yeah. there's no truthful distinction between sacred and profane. So the incarnation, like, okay, so we were taught that, uh, every, humanity fucked up. God needed to do something. Well, you're not doing anything. So go down there. And you know what I mean? Like, well, Jesus, you're, you need a job. So here's your job. Go down and die. And so it's, we, we were taught this is God in flesh. Okay. Jesus is God in flesh. And so that was the extent of the incarnation was in this one man. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was God mm-hmm. with skin. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
that is completely missing the fucking point mm-hmm. of what was happening. And I think I think this is where it gets lost. The fact that we've turned Christianity into a Western uh, worldview, yeah. this is where it gets really fucked up. Yep. Yeah. Because when you look at it, when the fact that it was an Eastern worldview, and you look at like even uh, Buddhist thought, Taoist, mm-hmm. like whatever, you see this emphasis on uh, matter and spirit being one. Mm-hmm. And that's the that right there was the whole point of the incarnation. Absolutely. Jesus woke up. Yep. This is a man who overcame the matter and spirit divine. When he is saying, I and God are one, mm-hmm. it wasn't like, I'm special and you're not. Mm-hmm. It was, this is available to all people. You will do greater things than even I mean, I he kept he mm-hmm. kept trying to tell him, like, yeah. dude, like, this is not, this is bigger than me. Like, this is something you, everybody, is, you this say, is may, accessible. May they be one as you and I are one. I mean, like, yeah. I, I read that fairly recently, or was thinking about that recently, that passage in John, mm-hmm. and how, you know, we turned that into, like, oh, this is just Jesus... You know, praying that is the church should be one. No, that's no, not what he's dude. He's saying about. like, may th- I, I, I want all people to be able to overcome this. We are only separate from God in our own mind. I had that as a note. Like absolutely, that that's what that's what Jesus was saying, and he woke up to that reality. He goes through the shit, and the I mean, I think the most underrated passage in the entire Gospels is the is the uh, uh, wilderness, forty days mm-hmm. in the wilderness, like. You see what that is, is you see a man like conquering his ego. Yeah. And he comes out and only then when he comes out, does he teach anything? Yep. I remember realizing that a few years ago and oh, Jesus, like once he suffered and went through all of this shit and overcame his ego, then he was able to teach. Mm -hmm. He didn't teach shit before that. Nope. At least what was recorded. And this is when, so you see a man who has overcome this. That's the meaning of incarnation is to is to overcome and I think that's also the the meaning of death and resurrection is that mm-hmm. you die to yourself your ego your whatever it's not that you kill your ego it's that you learn to you master it mm-hmm. and that what's on the other and that generally comes through suffering yep. or what Rohr says you know the two great teachers great love or great suffering yep. most often it's suffering yeah that you go through this shit and it fucking destroys you I mean, I've talked numerous times, and I, I still have major problems with my ego. But like, if I can look, I can look at myself from fifteen years ago, ten or fifteen years ago. Ago, I've made, I think, pretty good strides in oh, it. Oh, sure, yeah. And like, um, it's a constant battle, man. But it, it is. It's a constant battle. But it's only the only ste- only steps I've made is because I got my cage rattled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's it. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the only thing that did it. Mm-hmm. You know, was burning out in youth ministry mm-hmm. and failing in two different church plants, especially the one I did on my own. Like it was different when city Hill failed. Cause it was the three of us. It was like, Oh, whatever, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but like the first one I went up and I mean, it just, it was just fucking nothing happened. Like, yeah. Oh, well, this is going to be great. Hill, you could blame on us. It's those fuckers fault. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, in Illinois is all you. Yeah. It was all me. Like, I but bl- I was I blame I d- Michael. No, I, I blame a <laughs> no. number of things. I blame the fact that neither of us, none of us, none of the three of us had, of any, us interest shit about the had any interest in b- being a part of the church anymore. Probably not a good idea to start one. No. Um, Anyway, but I think, I don't think that's completely accurate. I, well, yeah, I we can find about that later. Anyway, right. but all of that stuff has led me to go it, it all like I, I've shared, I think on the podcast before I know I shared it on one of the uh, PCC episodes where, you know, I remember 
in Illinois when I went to start a church and just nobody gave a fucking goddamn about it. <laughs> like, and you know, I remember sitting by the river in Oswego, Illinois, and almost not, I didn't hear an audible voice, but a very distinct voice in some fashion inside of me go, let, this is when things were, I was like, I'm feels like we're kind of fucked here. Yeah. Like, and it's not going to happen. I remember, um, hearing like a voice in my head saying, let it crush you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's, and so I did, I mean, it, that hurt man. Like yeah. that, you know, when you move your entire family a couple of times to get up to a place and you're doing that because quote, God's going to move. And then God apparently doesn't fucking care mm-hmm. or which I look back. I don't think that's the case. I think it's because I had no business starting a church, mm-hmm. but like, that's a, you know, that was a death. That was a major yeah. death. And, um, that brought me closer to the end of myself in a lot of ways. Like I said, I'm, I still, I'm not an enlightened person by any stretch, not even close, never will be. Um, but that I've, I've woken up any, any amount of wake waking up I've done has been because of shit. Yeah. What, how I mean, what you've known, you've known me however long you've been alive that would be almost 40 years 40 you years are, in december you 40 god in damn you are turning 40 yeah oh wow you're old yeah how, how, how are your ball sagging now yeah yeah a yeah. little bit have they dipped the toilet yet no get, no. get a vasectomy it gets worse there's nothing <laughs> fucking i don't need about. to get a vasectomy yeah. because my wife has um, tubes tied i mean you both have known me forever so like i mean in the last two years especially you've watched me become somebody completely fucking different. And what was the reason for that? Well, you cratered. I cratered. Pain. For a number of different reasons. Just fucking pain. I mean, it's just suffering. I mean, so, uh, most of it largely self-inflicted. Um, some of it mental illness, that's a whole different that's a yeah. whole different animal, but but yeah, I mean, that's and that's to your point. That's that's where you realize there's nowhere else to go that I don't know. I lost my point. Fuck. <laughs> I did. I did have a couple. things. He's a changed man, Brad. I, I did have a couple <laughs> things. I did have a couple things um, regarding the incarnation. I mean, the whole idea of the incarnation, like you said, is that you know God inhabits flesh, and that's not just like a one-time event. And it's 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 signaling that the the material world. Can you ex- can you explain the incarnation? It's God becoming flesh. It means enfleshment. Yeah, it means enfleshment. It's just God becoming flesh. No, Michael. No, not no. that kind. Uh, I. It was your nickname in high school. Testament, te- testaments, brother. <laughs> yeah. Fleshment. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Jesus. Boy, okay, that's it. You know <laughs> Those what? Weren't, weren't quite as good of a seller. That took, that the took a minute. The enfleshments. They were licorice, <laughs> no, fla- they were yeah. licorice flavored. They tasted like meat. <laughs> <laughs> Meat flavored mints. Yeah, uh, didn't didn't freshen your breath, but they attracted dogs. Um, uh, it, the idea that the incarnation is, you know, God inhabiting human flesh, it's a declaration of, the, of this good news that the material world is holy. It's okay. a sacred thing that all of the material world is sacred, and that it's the container of of divinity. Whatever you believe about any of that, it's a container of something bigger than itself. And it's sacred simply that it because it exists. It's sacred in its isness. Yeah. And I had I, I had this realization today. Maybe this isn't as big a deal to you as it was to me. But what the church has done 
a lot of this always comes back to criticism of the church because that's what we're good at. Um, well, it's what we know. It's what we know. What the church has done with its emphasis on, um, on personal salvation is they make the message of the incarnation a reality, but it's only a reality after you're saved. Yeah. It's not before. It's not. It's not. It's not a universal thing. There's no universal indication. It's not even a reality after you're saved. Well, okay. For most yeah, I, right. Yeah. <laughs> You're, but the idea of, you know, the whole idea between the difference between sacred and profane, you're not sacred until you, quote unquote, get saved. You're profane until that point. So they split the world into two distinct realities. Yes. You're yeah. either saved and sacred or you're. Yeah, man. Like, and, not and, and, and in the non Christian worldview of that, I would say it's just becoming in and becoming in tune with ultimate reality. It, it, absolutely. It's, it's with yeah. realizing absolutely. the way that things work. Yeah. And, 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 and focusing in that it's not just God becoming flesh, but it's you becoming uh, in tune with, with the way that all things are connected. Yeah. And that's and, what makes everything quote unquote sacred is that you are in tune. Well, and I would, I would with say that like, ultimate, that one reality, you know, to, to take it outside of the church for a second. Yeah. I mean, you look at like, I, I've been really, for some reason, really into these shows about like, I get the, um, uh, I think it's on, it's on the National Geographic channel. I think it's on the National Geographic channel. It's like this. Uh, Thanks, YouTube TV. It's like this. Yeah, it's like this video. It's like this show from the uh, Columbus Zoo. You know, Jack Hanna. Yeah, his zoo. And so it's huge. It's like this mm-hmm. massive zoo. And I watch this, and I watch these people who some of them like a lot of them most likely don't are don't believe in God or whatever. And you watch, and you go, these people get it. You see somebody who is devoting their entire lives to like fucking penguins, yeah, or yeah. to rhinos, or what? And, and they, and you look, and they genuinely love these creatures, yeah. Like, it, as I mean, in the deepest possible sense, yeah. love these creatures. They have understood this, whether they realize it or not. They've understood incarnation. They've understood, that, and even if they don't use this language, they've understood the the divinity of a of a animal like yeah yeah that they're that, that we're really not any different that no. we're very much the same and we're Absolutely. all connected Absolutely, man and they they get it and it i think that's one of the things i really like about these shows is to see like there was one where they had to put down an animal i don't remember what animal it was but like the keeper of it was devastated yeah. like I mean, just devastated it's a, fa- it's a fucking family member man like, like it, and it was just i mean and, but you look at that and you go that's I mean, it's the universal Christ. It's yeah. the incarnation. It's whatever. Roy talks about that in his book. Whatever language. Yeah, when he talks about his dog. his late dog, like mm-hmm. that's you know, he was like, she taught me so much about the Christ, mm-hmm. though she yeah. had no language to mm-hmm. like. She taught me. Yeah, that's somebody that understands yeah. incarnation. Incarnation is there's no, we're not separate. Mm-hmm. We're we're one, and there's a and there's a oneness with God, the universe, whatever. There's, I mean, we're we're made of fucking stardust. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I like was, I think it's on Nick Cave's new album. I think the line is, "We're all photons. We're all made of photons from a dying star. Yeah, like we're all carbon. Like yeah. that. That's a deep understanding. Like he says, a deep understanding or deep knowing mm-hmm. or deep seeing that." There is no separation mm-hmm. And what what we were taught and where the church has fucked it up so bad is that <clears throat> because we, the humans, the non-God people, were so fucked up, God had to send himself in flesh, okay, like, 
what you know what I mean? Like, I mean, you think of it now, and you're like, "What the? F- I don't know that makes any fucking sense." Yeah. What? Yeah. Like, but had to send Jesus. Jesus comes down. He's God with skin. To and, and so right there, you've got the separation that what Jesus was doing, the way he was living, was unattainable, mm-hmm. unattainable. So, and even though nobody would say that, yeah. Christians would not say that. But that's what you're essentially saying is that it's unattainable, that it may, that even Jesus maintained the separation in the minds of most Christians between God and man. Yeah. Even though he was the living embodiment, embodiment the incarnation, the enfleshment of God, what it looks like when matter and spirit come together, that the church has fucked that up so badly because we have so much Western rational thought and all this bullshit in, yeah. in you know, 1500 years of just terrible Western influence on the church that, you know, what actually is going on is that in Jesus, you see a man waking up to his divinity. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I am one with the father. I and the father are one. And instead of, may you be one as I and the father are one. Dude, that's where it's at. Yeah. That is a process. That's so freaking hard. Like, but you, as long as you see Jesus as like this other entity, mm-hmm. this other thing, not a human, which but the church does because everybody talks about, I remember we talked about, he's the God man, but it was never man. Yeah. Yeah. Like he might've walked on this earth, but man had no, like humanity had nothing to do with Jesus. We were, it was a, our, our way we grew up was a heavy, heavy influence on the God portion. Mm hmm. Worship of, of Jesus. Worship him. Never, Jesus asked, to never asked to be worshipped. Never asked to be worshipped. At no fucking point did he ask to be worshipped. Mm-hmm. And yet here we go where every song, I worship you, Jesus, yeah. blah, 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 blah. You just wonder, like, is Jesus... He said, away with your noisy... I don't hymns. want any of that shit. Like, yeah. you're banging yeah. symbols. Don't cling... But, do not cling to me. But, like, this is such a wonderful point in this, in this alternative orthodoxy because it's available... I, I feel like this is one of the more accessible... To all people, whether you believe oh, in sure. God or whether you're a Christian or yeah. not or whatever, because it's what it's saying is that everything is one. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you look at, at, at like even Jesus's life throughout, he, he I think if you come with the understanding that everything is is meaningless and you find we are all meat bags made of yeah. stardust yeah. It, um, it, and you look at what he um what he stood by, even when like people were trying to catch him and you know tr- get him to not work or, or get him to to do a miracle on the Sabbath, yeah. And he and, and he's like, "What the fuck are you talking yeah. about? Like, <laughs> you you miss you missed the fucking point. You know, you missed the point. This is all dust. Why not do something that's of value? Why not do something that's of meaning? And that's what the people who work at the zoos are doing. It is yes, everything is fucking dust, but they found their meaning. Yes, and and they've yeah. leaned into it. They yep, found absolutely. what gives them purpose and gives their life pur- purpose. Yes, yes. Does it does it fucking matter? Yes, no. Who fucking cares? They're happy. Yeah, and they're living out a, f- a full life. Yeah, and, agreed. And, I agree. and that's what Jesus walked to, and, and that's what he shut down in the Pharisees was, you guys are fucking missing the point. Yes. You're missing it. Yes, completely into totally Why not it. do good things for people? Yes. So, and I, I think that I think the tragedy of the fall is before the fall man and God were one. Like man was aware of his divinity. like there was no separation with 
Adam and who Adam knew himself to be. Yep. And what I mean, what's the first thing that God says? Where are you? Yeah. There there was this there was a separate well, I became aware that I was naked and I was ashamed. There was this awareness. Like Adam got what he wanted. I mean, how fucking true is that still today? Yes. yes. He got what he wanted. I'm yes. fucking exposed. I want yeah. to cover this shit up. Yes. He he was aware of who he was in that moment. Once and it he, wasn't, in, in looking at it. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. He became completely and utterly separated from him, from his true nature, which is God breathe. Literally God breathed. God breathed his fucking breath into him, his yeah. spirit. Matter and spirit it's becoming literally one. right there. It's literally right yeah, fucking there. I know. And we're so quick to put on masks and to put on clothes and to you know to cover our authentic and true selves. And, and we no longer see ourselves as like this intrinsically divine and grace filled unity of matter and spirit. Yes. And that's what we fucking are. Yes. Yeah. And I don't mean grace like you hear grace in churches. I mean like I don't even know what I mean by that. Like you you are intrinsically like your very nature is divine grace-filled matter and spirit combined combined yeah and it's right there it's man. right yeah. there before but you. we've we've when you go at it from the western idea that matter and spirit are separate that's what you end up with you end up separating all of it you end up Every, with, you, you end interpret up, all of scriptures through that lens. you end up with extrinsic grace instead of intrinsic grace yes yeah. you end up with grace that has to come from somewhere Absolutely. else from some entity that's out there beyond you and apart from you where your matter and spirit is separated and this thing has to give you whatever this thing is has to give you something instead of waking up and i think i think that's the beauty of the cross and the resurrection is that that's jesus showing that for all time matter and spirit this is the way it's always been matter and spirit have always been confined and like brad said earlier you've only been separated in your mind Yes. yes, that's it. You've only been separating your minds. You've always been matter and spirit. You've just separated it yourself. Yeah, yes. we, you've you seen have... the world and seen your, your your neighbors as something other than you. You have intentionally compartmentalized yourself, just in yep. the same way that we can compartmentalize yep. each other. You know, we say, "Well, this person is this, so therefore they're less valid or right. invalid, or they have this." And you know, Ellen DeGeneres can't sit with uh, oh, George Bush, yeah. but I mean. Dude, seriously, we're all fucking human. And yeah. some of us do really fucking shitty things. And we could can call that fucking shitty stuff out. But at the end, we all need to come to the goddamn table and, and fucking eat. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so you've already heard this a little bit because I think we talked about it in um, the uh, book club we did. But okay. um, yeah, yeah. but we're, we're talking about little um, Eckhart, yeah, a little nice. Eckhart Tolle. But but <laughs> wait, see where we're going with this. So the the one reality uh, this talks about, there's only one reality. Um, for a while there, I was super super into uh, the multiverse and that concept. Mm-hmm. Um, so the multiverse, there's this movie. Uh, I don't even remember when it, when it was. It's called The One. It's got Jet Li in it. <laughs> and the idea is does he kick people uh it's have i have you heard this yet no it took okay. 186 episodes to get a jetly Jet, reference Jet that's our only so. jetly reference i feel like we've had one before uh, well we definitely have talked about it we talked about it in the book club you guys remember um, chow yun fat yes yeah he was like the poor man's like jackie chan mm. which um, is the poor man's jetly let's be honest uh, okay so <laughs> there's it, no one greater than it, jackie in the chan. movie of, of jackie chan twice removed in the movie called the one uh the idea is uh 
that there's this multiverse and there's, you know, I don't remember how many total different versions of this man, but as he goes, um, and he, uh, basically goes to these different universes, he goes and kills off a different version of himself. And as he kills that person, um, he becomes stronger and, and has more powers, can do all kinds of different things. It basically becomes a superhuman. Then there comes down to the, the two individual guys is just him okay. and this other guy who didn't know that this was happening, but he just all of a sudden started getting these like powers and shit. But, um, my point is, is that we are the multiverse. We are the different versions of ourselves and we should be going through and killing off the different fucking uh, yeah. versions of ourselves, yeah, yeah, the different absolutely. masks that we wear. And helping people kill off their versions, yes. their old versions. Killing off, you know, the differences of, of, of who we are when when we're around different absolutely. groups of people. Yeah, yeah. And, and becoming the, the the one true version of ourselves that really, you know, yeah. is, is... No, I like that. Yeah, I like so. that. I mean, I think, and I think that, you know, we talk, we've talked about spiritual practices on this before, meditation journaling tantric stretching tantric sex <laughs> whatever Did we whatever talk you... about tantric stretch <laughs> only only in the context of sting i think yeah what and barney and barney the guy that played barney really remember lingam is a dinosaur was one of oh them. my god. god i don't even remember i remember the lingam is he's a like dinosaur a, he's like a tantric <laughs> sex practitioner or something i did not i yeah, forgot about fucks that all the time wow hmm. <laughs> well. lingam and the yoni Oh my god! I forgot the yoni. <laughs> All right. I don't. I don't have any um, recollection of that. Isn't that? I've, in, I've killed that, that in, version of myself. Isn't off that yet? in no, Lamb too? Don't, don't they mention the yoni? I'm pretty sure Biff talks about the yoni in <laughs> Lamb. The Gospel According. <laughs> yes. To I, for I a second so. there, I was literally thinking they made a Lamb too. Yeah. The guy who played Barney now now runs a tantric sex operation. Wow. Well. Hmm. Lingam is a dinosaur from, from your imagination. imagination. Yes, what you call is what you saw is what we call a dinosaur. Dude's fifty four, man. He just wow. He's fifty four. Dude, li- dude just living his best purple life, man. Yes. And by purple, I mean his dick is purple from fucking for twenty straight <laughs> He's hours. He's the original uh, furry. Yeah, he says the uh, <laughs> he says when the lingam, which is the penis, and the yoni, which is the vagina, meet, there's a certain energy that takes place, right? Uh, that hands on the body alone cannot create. Hmm. We should agree. just. Do I would agree. With even that. through G spot massage, it's still not the same energy that flows. G spot's a myth. All right. Um, says you. <laughs> I forgot about Lingam. I did as a too, dinosaur. man. That's, that's a throwback. That's a throwback. We just need to start. We just need to like word for word recreate our old episodes. Oh, that's one. God. That's one. That's one of Michael's greatest like Lingam spontaneous songs. Yeah. <laughs> so I will say this about spiritual practice. I derailed that. I'm yeah, sorry. sorry. Um, I think all spiritual practice, whatever your spiritual practice Talking should be, about practice should be should be leading you towards the idea that you're one with everything like if it's not leading towards that yeah it's fucking selfish it's bullshit. useless it's useless yeah yeah i don't want to say it's useless because there's some spiritual practice that can be healing for you i don't know i don't know how to say that very well but what, i will what, say that what were you spiritual, spiritual practice should lead you to the understanding that you're one with everything that's where, because that's what enlightenment is, is the realization that you are one and connected with literally everything that exists. Yes. What you do in some way, shape, or form affects everybody. Right. 
I know that's hard to comprehend, but it in a you know the whole the butterfly flaps its wings sort of thing. Yeah. Like there's a reality. I think there's a very real thing to that. That what I do, how I live my life now, affects you. Well, it's the Easter. It's karma. I mean, it, that's, it affects you, who in turn affects somebody else, who yeah. in turn affects somebody else. Like it, it's a. I mean, I thought about this. I, I think we talked about this a while back. I thought about the fact that sometimes I would, now I was working with you guys, I would flip truckers off on the highway and how <laughs> that, that alone has an effect on him or her who has an effect on somebody else who yeah. may have an effect. It also has an effect on you. Exactly. Right on. And when I get home, I'm angry. So it affects my wife that affects our kids yep. that could affect their friends. Yep. That, like there's this, there's this ripple effect to, what we do and how we interact with humanity. And so if your if your spiritual practice isn't leading you to an understanding and not understanding, that's the wrong word. Realization maybe? An opening to I, I don't know what the phrase is I'm looking for, but an, an opening to the idea or to the reality that you are one with everything, what's the point? Yeah. You know? Yep. What's the point? And if you, and if you have pushback on that, I'd like to hear it because I'm, I've not fully thought that out. But that well, it's I think about you. Know, I th- you talk about spiritual practices. I think about what did that center around when we were sort of in deep in Christianity, not jerking off. Well, no, it, it, the spiritual practice it, it focused mainly on prayer and reading your Bible. Yeah, and journaling daily journaling later yeah, on. Yeah, well, that, that wasn't was as much. Of, but that wasn't as much of an emphasis as well. You need to pray and read your Bible every day, right? Yep. I mean. But here's the thing. If you're reading the Bible and praying, but your prayers are essentially... How many of our prayers... Most of my prayers were just complete self-aggrandizing bullshit. Absolutely. There's so self, there's, what, yeah. what essentially was happening is I was wasting my fucking time. Yeah. And I was reading the Bible through a... just a, 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 I would call it a false lens. Yeah. A lens of separateness. Yep. And so, you know, how... you know. How can I be a better Christian? Well, I'm going to read my Bible. No, 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 man. Fuck that. Like, how can you overcome the matter-spirit divide? Mm-hmm. How can you become incarnation? Like, mm-hmm. that. that's how you should be reading it. If you're not doing that, you're wasting your fucking time. Yep. You are wasting your time. Yep. And... 100%. I can say that as somebody that did it for years. Wasted my time. I feel We're, like that last like 30 seconds, if somebody went back and played it in half speed, it would be fucking awesome. <laughs> Wasting <laughs> fucking time. <laughs> You're just wasting yeah. it, man. Uh, there was an episode of Blossom. <laughs> um, that is the greatest sentence that's ever been said on this podcast. There's no segue at all. There, no. there was I an love episode, it. There was an episode. I got to I gotta jump in when I can. There's a segue in his head. Yes. Uh, so there's an episode of Blossom. <laughs> you know what? I'll be, I know so I called great. you an analyst last week. You were a magical creature. That's a fucking I'm just going to say, you were a magical a, fucking creature, man. such a great watch, sentence. Watch, watch me tie it back in. Yeah, do it. All right. So uh, Mayim Blaylock, is that her name? Close enough. Bialik. Bialik, yeah. Uh, so she's a star of Blossom. With uh, Joey Lawrence. Also Jewish. Whoa. Um, anyway, so there's this episode where um, somebody gets really <laughs> angry, I- irrationally angry uh, in the beginning. Everyone else is fine. And then they get, uh, they spread that anger to the next person. And the next person who was mm-hmm. fine is yeah. all of a sudden angry and they spread it to the next person. And um, 
and that's the whole episode. The whole episode is just that anger spreading through the entire cast of yeah. the show, through different things. Scrubs, for, Scrubs for does the same thing in no, one of their episodes. No God forsaken reason. It They're just angry. Yeah. And, and then at the end of the episode, spoiler alert, uh, it pans out to, of the house. And then it goes up to these aliens who are observing and just... And just watching, you know, the this how anger can They're spread, watching how it's all connected. They're watching Blossom's house, hmm. and so th- the idea is, if we zoom out, we might be able to see things, yeah. as they really are. Yeah, Scrubs did a similar episode. Well, I think that's the opposite version of the Haley Joel Osment vehicle of uh, Pay It Forward. Like, mm-hmm. that's the I mean, that's the yeah. negative version of Pay It Forward. Yeah, yeah. The idea of paying it forward is. But pay it forward is less is less realistic. Yeah. In terms no, of, you're right. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's probably yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. Tell but us about I think, pay it forward though. When we hear it. No, it's it's a it's a pretty cheesy Tell movie. Tell us about how but, Kevin Spacey's creating it. Was it Kevin Spacey? No, I thought it was Bruce Willis. No, no, Kevin that's Spacey. that's Sixth Sense. Never mind. Yeah, you're right. It is <laughs> Kevin Spacey. I see dead people and I give them things. Uh, Two completely different movies. Well, I've, I've mixed up my <laughs> Haley Joel Osment vehicle. Who was in AI? Who was in that? Was that Haley Joel that Osment? That was Will Smith, too? wasn't it? No, that's iRobot. Do you notice how Haley Joel Osment, once he became an adult, people are like, yeah, fuck off. Yeah, he was <clears> in, <throat> uh, I think, Silicon Valley. Was he? Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, but you know, the whole idea of pay it forward is you do something positive for somebody and then they then do something positive for something else, like for someone else. And that's kind of the... I would say the positive version of what you were saying, but it's all karma. I mean, that's yeah. essentially the idea that in a lot of ways of what goes around comes around. Yeah. You know, yeah. and Jude you, Law was in AI. You so, <laughs> so was William Hurt. You know, you yeah. sow shit into the world, you end up with shit, essentially. Oh, and absolutely. And it happens. Karma's a fucking thing, man. And I don't mean like a, in a mystical sense. Like, no. it's a fucking thing. It is. If you it's, sow the bullshit, way, it's the way life seems to If you to sow work. bullshit yeah. into the world, bullshit will find you out. I mean, it's all what's the, the sin. Your sin will find you out. Yeah. I mean, that. Yeah. That's what karma is. Yeah. Like, it will find it's you. Everything, at some point. everything is connected. Yes. So it, that's exactly what that means. Everything is interconnected. Yeah. 100%. All right. Are we good? Well, are we good? You got anything else? I buddy? feel pretty good uh, about let that. Me, let me read over the notes real quick. Let me see here. Yeah. Yeah. There's no truthful distinction between sacred. Anything on sacred and profane? No, because I think that I think that's what you as a blessing. I think that's what we were talking about, though, is that when matter, if you understand that matter and spirit are one, there is there's no separation. That's when when matter when you wake up to the when you truly wake up to matter and spirit are one dualism goes out the window. Yeah. And that the sacred or profane is just another dualism. Yeah. That's just another Mm -hmm. dualistic way of looking at the world where. You know, it, 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 I mean, Republican I think about, I, but, but even, you know, I think about in uh, Bible college, you know, we had these, we called what we call morality attacks. Like yeah. I remember very vividly my freshman year of high or of college, somebody coming around to, is she eating my fucking moccasin? No. Okay. Chewing on a frog. Um, Jeremiah, somebody, yeah, that's right. Uh, somebody coming around knocked on my door. Hey, we're basically, if you've got any secular movies or music or anything you want to get rid of, now's the time to do that. Is Debbie does Dallas a secular we'll movie? We'll take that. I get rid of, I get rid of Caddyshack, like in a couple other movies. Yeah. 
God damn, like I look at that now, like it meant so much to me. Then I was like, I'm being faithful. Wait, mm-hmm. did you say? I'm a knock on our door. No, not Three's Company, door. Michael. Uh, no. He said knock on our door. But <laughs> my, we're waiting for you. Quit eating my shoe. Yeah, she's in her frog. Um, but that that is because the world was divided into sacred and profane. Yeah, so good and bad, evil. Give your good give your profane things away. We'll go throw them in the trash, and all of a sudden, God will be happier with you. Like yep. that was the fucking idea. Mm-hmm. It it's so amazing to look at it as an almost forty year old to go. The fuck was it? like? Mm-hmm. You, you look at it, and you're like, God damn it! Like, how insane is that? Mm-hmm. But then it was so real, yeah. Because we had divided the world into mm-hmm. matter and spirit, into sacred and profane. It was uh, it, the entire world was a dualism. Mm-hmm. Everything was dualistic, mm-hmm. good and bad, good and evil, sacred and profane. Mm-hmm. So you've got these in you know Caddyshack. It had tits in it, so it was obviously bad. So like, but then here's what's amazing is I own it now. Like yeah. I bought it again years later. Yeah. I mean, you you think you're like what the fuck? Yeah. But that's but you know when you talk about the difference between sacred and profane, that's how the church does it. Don't listen to Christian. Don't listen to anything that isn't Christian music or has mm-hmm. cuss words. Don't look anything with titties in it. Two Ds. Like you know, don't. I mean, none of that. And and what it ends up doing though, inevitably, is pushing you further towards those things. I was still looking at porn. Yeah. I got rid of Caddyshack, but I was still watching porn. Yeah. Like what kind? <laughs> I've, 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 I've talked about my affinity <laughs> for MILFs in the past. Um, but, but you know what I'm saying? Like it's amazing. But here's the thing. But even, even something like that, I think when you divide the world into sacred and profane, all it does, if you're trying to strive for the sacred is moves you toward the profane. Yeah, it's the wet it's, paint. It's, Don't touch the wet paint. It's it's, but it's also. Yeah. I mean, it's right there in Genesis three, where in Genesis one through three, when God says you can do anything you want, you've got all the freedom you could ever ask for. Just don't do this one thing. Like I'm going to go do that one thing. Yeah, the prohibition makes the desire stronger. Yep, that's the way it works. Yep, purity culture hashtag. But that's but that's exactly right. That's why you've got a bunch of Christian teenagers are fucking each other in the ass and blowing each other like. Oh well, it's not it's not vaginal, so it's obviously fine with Jesus. No, like it's it's when you when you separate. Yeah, I did. I said it. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking, what's wrong with but the, <laughs> that? Nothing. That's the fucking point. Anyway, so but the prohibition makes the makes the desire stronger because that's what the sacred and profane divide does. And when you realize that matter and spirit are one, here's the thing. I don't look at porn anymore because I don't think it's wrong. Because you're 42. Yeah, but even, but there's plenty of 40 year olds. There's plenty of 40 year olds that watch porn all the time. Like I don't, I don't watch porn because I don't need it. I, I don't have that. Once I've removed the stigma from it, it's like my brain went, yeah. 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 I don't need it. Yeah. Because there's that's another way of overcoming the matter spirit divide. So yep. anyway, yeah. that's just yep, that's a little bit of a tangent. Well, but. actually, uh, compartmentalizing things is actually a good thing for humanity. And well, actually, um, Michael, what are you doing? I'm just giving voice to what the people are that are gonna add us later. Nobody fucking adds us. Nobody gives a shit anymore. 
I give a shit. That's about yeah, it. Yeah, people do care, unfortunately. <laughs> I, I mean, I think... I don't know. I think the idea is that that our oneness, if you take anything away from this, our oneness with creation, with humanity, is our oneness with that one reality. Yep. Like, whether you believe in God or divine, a divinity, some kind of divine being or a ground of being or... Whatever the fuck it is you believe. And, and, and oneness what, doesn't mean sameness, too. No, no, no. It just means that we, you realize that we are all creation, humanity, dog, cat, dogs and cats living together. Mass, mass hysteria. hysteria. Whether you believe those things or not, like, if, if you are oneness with all of creation is our oneness with the one reality, because that yeah. is the fucking one reality. Yeah, that's it. There is one reality period, full stop. Whatever you want to call that reality, I don't care. But it is the one reality. Yeah. And we're all stuck together, and everything we do impacts the other. Yeah, and I want to reiterate what I what I said. is is Oneness doesn't mean sameness. Nope. And it doesn't mean um, that, that there are not inherently good things or that there are not inherently bad things. It does not mean those things. No, there, absolutely you, not. There, there is differences from person to person there is good your there penis is, there has are, a different job than your earlobe there are things that are well yeah, generally there are there are things that are evil there are things that are good yeah yep so i i just want to be clear that we're not saying you know it's all good no i mean that's absolutely not Donald trump's awesome no no that's we're not fucking saying that we're saying no he's a ghoul he's he, a fucking he is, human sack of shit you have the potential to be just as evil yeah. as he is yeah so, yeah, I would argue that that's what we hate the most about him, and absolutely, because it mirrors what we hate in ourselves. Yeah, and what we, and especially what we hate in our former selves too. That I would say that probably more than what Brad said. Yeah. So, but it's all there. It's and all. I also it's hate all, the fact that he is hurting. He is literally killing people. Yeah. With his policy, with his whatever the fuck he calls his policy. He's an asshole. Yeah. All right. All right. Um. Okay. I guess we can wrap it up. Yep. I got a new intro. For what? I don't know. Hey, I really me. can we oh. unmute me. Can we take a break? I really that beer is going through. Is me, it? Man, I really got to pay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm gonna play the feedback song. Are you done? This is the feedback song. That this needs to be the, the beginning of our podcast. I wanted this to be the beginning of our podcast. I almost called you and said, "Hey, I've got a new intro." Who is that? It's from the beginning of Super Troopers. It's fucking thirty-eight. Uh, Honestly, yeah. it's the best. Intro music to a movie in history of cinema. I, yeah. I will fight anybody that says otherwise. <laughs> I prefer the Doogie Howser theme song. <laughs> of Jesus course Christ. you do. Of course you could fucking ruin that. You ruined 38 special, Michael. Go pee. We'll get this back when you're done. You can tell us what you think. The five stars get red, but one star I actually star like how they did the, uh, the new update, the podcast. There's a separate podcast app now. Feedback. What are you talking about? The, the when you updated your Mac. Yeah. There's, just, there's music, podcasts, and movie, TV. Oh, and iTunes? Yeah. I don't do iTunes. So. I do. Yeah, I don't. You like, don't have Apple Music? Man, you no. do Spotify, Spotify though, don't you? Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Let's we'll pause. Be back in a minute. We'll, we'll be right back. Whoa. Fuck yeah. What? Do we have oh. a new intro? Are we recording? 
Yeah, we are. Which is, you know what you would do is we just start playing for the feedback episode feedback segment, just playing random fucking songs from TV shows. And <laughs> clap, shit. Clap, Dude, clap. I loved the shit out of I did too. Oh, man, I did too. I watched it yep. every week. Sure did. All right, Michael. Five star right. review. All right, what do we got? Called honest, vulnerable, irreverent, insufferable, and glorious. Yeah. Well, fuck you, guy. No, or girl. God damn it, Michael. Woman. Like five star. Three friends. It's uh, from Rev yeah. Kev, Rev Kev thirty three. It's a stretch. Oh, is this oh, Captain Promotable? Wait, didn't just he wait. already? Just wait. He oh, promised he said us. He promised, one. He okay. promised us a five star. Not damn time, Kevin. Three friends who were you look only, what you did, you little jerk. You've only been part of the pub for like two fucking years, man. Three friends who were burned by and through ministry in the American Evangelical quote unquote church share their journeys of deconstruction, reconstruction. It is a wild, crazy ride that will make you laugh, cry, and think. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, home, home, uh, what is it? Home Alone? Look what you did, Kevin. you little jerk, Kevin. It's just Kevin. <laughs> yeah, uh, Reverend Kevin is a uh, Rev Kev Macaulay Culkin. Uh, if you're easily offended, this is not for you. That is very true. Uh, if you can have fun and think and be moved to action all in the course of an evening, <laughs> then. <laughs> then, then belly up to the bar and enjoy. I love these guys. I hope you're well too, Captain Promotable. Hi, Kevin. <laughs> I love it. His wife, Lady Promotable, joined the uh, pub this week. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not in there. Lady really Promotable. <laughs> Wait, but guys, did you know that Michelle Bachman said climate change is a fraud because God promised Noah there'd be no more floods? Man, you just can't make that kind of shit up, man. What an absolute promise. You know what the Republican Republican Party is now? Absolute joke of a human being. You know what the Republican Party is now? Is a really shitty science fiction writer. It's it's just bumper sticker. It's a shitty science fiction. Bumper sticker theology. Writing a shitty fucking character. That's what they are now. God. Brad, you Twitter feedback? Remember, remember how when we said like if you divide the world into sacred and profane, yeah, fuck these people. Yeah, I don't. I'm not there yet. Uh, FYI, boy. Um, let's see. Oh, t dot o dot at Knowles underscore tk. Her? Uh, I'm not sure. I remember the last time I heard you all laughing so hard at the same time. It was friggin' great. Hashtag vegan ham at your carnival. Hashtag bolo cockering. Hashtag hashtags in my head. Uh, Bobo Monkey Rage Parkour. <laughs> parkour! God damn it, dude. Dude, I was that dying. Was parkour! I think I texted uh, you guys twice this week. Parkour! Uh, I used to listen to Pastor's Podcast as a soothing sanity bomb between classes at my evangelical uh, really? seminary. Jesus. Apparently now I listen to it for that and to get my Twitter handle made fun of. Hashtag vegan. No, no. Your Twitter handle is amazing. Bobo Monkey Rage. You can't make that shit up. Uh, Shove it up your butt. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we just got another uh, follow request for the pub. I, I know. Okay. I'll get to it. All right. Okay. Uh, Mookie's brother. We're going to fucking Mo- podcast Mookie's right brother at Derek, Derek. Blaylock. Mookie's oh, brother. God damn it, man. Is he in the fucking pub? No, he's why not. Are, Mookie's You're brother, why are you You're not fired. in the pub? Uh, thing, things got a bit heated in episode 184, but bro hugs are the best. I imagine you all sitting around rubbing each other's heads. Noogies. Just noogies or whatever. 
Uh, hashtag walking stick for your tongue. Hashtag continental foppery. Hashtag Mookie's brother. I didn't rub Michael's head. Uh, well, I did, but that one time. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa Murray at Espresso Gate Mama 3. Real. Don't even care that it's only 11 minutes in. My hashtags are decided. Damn family drama. I missed you fuckers. Hashtag right over Gollum's ball sack. Hashtag <laughs> the Asian matrix. Hashtag I... I, what ironic I, I, And then hashtag epitode one eighty five. I have no idea what that is. Who knows? Uh, the world may never know. Reuben Hood at Reuben Hood. Hood. Pastors podcast. Does the hashtag continental foppery include eggs and bacon, or is this just a coffee slash donut type affair? Hashtag keto O'Rourke. It's not called hashtag donut. vegan ham at your <laughs> keto O'Rourke, dude. I like that a uh, lot. They're not donuts. They're called biscuits. Biscuit. Did it all for the nookie. I say, can someone get Patches the hell out of here before he bends a fresh biscuit on the conveyor belt? Oh, shit. What? I forgot I had this one. Look what you did, you little jerk. You played that already? No, I no, I played this. Oh, yeah. Forgot that's right. Look what you did, you all right, little that's jerk. All right, Michael. What? Play the song. Um... What song? <laughs> you got a song? Rock Lobster! Rock Lobster! Rock Lobster! Bird, bird, bird. Click, click, bird click, is click. the word. Click, 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 click. All right. Uh, Michael. Hashtag. <laughs> Yes, when he laughs like that, it literally might be my favorite thing it's in the any best thing in any podcast ever is his laugh when he laughs like that. Do 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 Well you do remember that. I don't remember that. You don't remember that? Not that Can much. Can you guess this one? Oh yeah. Family ties. Or, no, cheers. 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 Oh cheers, yeah, yeah. Oh, Making your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Come get drunk with us, motherfuckers. Michael. Oh, this one. Yeah, oh, fucking, fucking Night Rider. Fucking Night Rider. <laughs> Goddamn David that fuck show, him off. That show was the tits. Oh, my God. I don't want to hear anything else that otherwise. That fucking Airwolf. No. Yeah. Night Rider was better than Airwolf. Yeah, it was the Airwolf. Michael, what are you on? Is that Airwolf? Yeah. Or the A team. Fucking A team, man. Where are you? <laughs> How do you have these? <laughs> He's on a website of 80s, so I'm sure. This, yep. this fucking show. <laughs> Don't even at me. Hey, let's blow a bunch of shit up and shoot a bunch of people, but nobody dies. Yeah. Not one time in my life do I have smoked a cigar. And not felt like George Papar. This is one of my favorites. Fucking Hannibal? <laughs> Jesus Christ. You guys know man. this one? 
No. Uh, no, I will when you say it. It's not Silver Spoons, is no. it? Quantum Leap. Uh, oh. That wasn't a Quantum Leap. Scott, guys. Fucking that Scott Bakula. Scott Bakula action, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever this is, this this segment, I love this segment. <laughs> Michael, can you stop, please? Yeah, okay. I'll stop. <laughs> I'll stop. Blaze another one. This is probably too old for all of us. Little House on the Prairie? Close. Uh... Uh, fucking three amigos. Oh, it's that show I ate in a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> it's the Waltons. The Waltons. Yeah. All right. All right. Hashtag. <laughs> Michael. All right, that's awesome. <laughs> no, it's not. What is this? Oh. Hawaii Five O. Yeah. All right. Dude, that's a, dude, that's a, fuck everything. That is a that is yeah. one of the best TV anthems yeah. in history. They don't really make one, them man. like this. No, anymore. they no, really, don't. really don't. They fucking don't anymore. That is a killer song. Really, the only two great ones: the Office theme song and yeah. even the How I Met Your Mother song is pretty great. Yeah, that, that show song. fucking that show well. Blows. You don't have to like the show to. I know it song. fucking blows. Hashtag definitely not Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> the Michael Basing or no, the Matt Bolly. The Matt Bolly story. Yeah. Hashtag Danny Ocean approved. Hashtag Clooney's Musk. <laughs> I would smell that musk. Yeah. Yeah. Brad Pitt. Probably man. smells like tequila and like yeah. pure sex appeal. Probably smells Honestly, like I Brad Pitt's I don't gone. fucking care, man. I would I would take one for the team with that man. <laughs> that man is a good looking dude. Uh hashtag little kids bop flow. <laughs> for some reason, hashtag ass pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> I hop. International. I I know. I mean, I, house, house, I, ass I know the explanation. I'm just not. I whatever. I mean, it's also a move that Lil Kim does. Isn't that one of her songs? Probably. Hashtag uh, sports biscuit. <laughs> that's actually that's kind of a dark horse for me. That's it's <laughs> pretty good. It's pretty good. Hashtag ses- sexy mucks. God, I can't say this word. Sexy musk ox. <laughs> That's too many K words. Uh, hashtag even the dirt quivered. <laughs> hashtag okay, this this is my favorite. Hashtag Jackie Chan twice removed. <laughs> I've got that too. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag the poor man's gently. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag and then hashtag. There was this episode of Blossom. <laughs> it's such a great sentence. <laughs> Maybe the greatest sentence uh, ever on this podcast. Hashtag Clooney's Musk. <laughs> hashtag Kids Bop Flow. Hashtag Daddy Slow Down Your Flow. No, <laughs> fucking hell no. I am no. I'm vetoing that immediately. Absolutely not. Nope. Mm. Nope. I'm pretty sure that if my wife ever said something about daddy while we're having sex, I would divorce her immediately. That is the creepiest shit ever. <laughs> Spank me, daddy. Yeah. I'd oh, be like, man. oh, well, how, I will never get an erection how again. How fucked it is it that that was like a thing for yeah, a long time? Uh, hashtag sports biscuit. Hashtag happy cactus. 
<laughs> Hashtag smelled your musk ox. <laughs> Hashtag shoe testaments. Oh, this is my favorite. And if this doesn't win, I will never do another episode of this podcast. <laughs> Hashtag all creation moans. Okay. Can we... <laughs> Wait, I wish we could. Somebody would go back through their episodes and, and and like catalog the times where we said, nope. if this doesn't win, nope. I'm leaving. I swear to God, if it's not all creation moans, all right. I am walking all off. Right. I'm not fucking done yet. Hashtag Jackie Chan twice removed. And then hashtag your penis has a different job than your earlobe. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag fact. <laughs> I've got hashtag three German sausage. <laughs> Hashtag uh, kids bop flow. Uh, hashtag international house ass pancakes. <laughs> I love it because it makes zero sense. Uh, I love it. Hashtag did it all for the knuckle puck. <laughs> what? The Mighty Ducks. The Mighty Ducks reference. You called it a biscuit. I said, did biscuit it all for mix the up. Oh my God. They did it all for the knuckle pucks. Uh. Uh, hashtag even the dirt quivered <laughs> and my favorite hashtag enfleshments. <laughs> okay. I'm telling you, it's gotta be all creation. It's either that or enfleshments. Like I feel like all creation modes might be the winner there. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> Did it all for the knuckle. Oh wait, pack. I also had hashtag salutum rectorium. <laughs> oh, oh, oh shit! I forgot about I that. I missed one. that one. <laughs> salutum rectorium. Okay, that that's... Mr. Megorium salutum rectorium. <laughs> it's the lesser known sequel. It's a okay. Re- that is actually Mr. the I'm on board Jordan with that rectorium. one right there because that's that's quasi Latin. I'm on board with that shit. <laughs> There's no way anybody can spell that. Yeah, okay, that's so, kind of my problem with no, it. Really? No, let's do Oh, come on. Do all creation mode. All creation mode. God damn it. <laughs> all right, if you're listening to this episode in its entirety, hit us up on social media with the hashtag, hashtag, Matt, will you send all your shit? creation moans. That reminds me of that. Doing it song. Um, I lost my 30 notes. special. <laughs> Check out our website, jizzmuzzle.com. This this brought this episode is brought to you by the people at jizzmuzzle.com. <laughs> Go there for all your fine jizz muzzles. It, many sizes, many shapes. Um, we got up to the full tent size to uh, you know we, we also call it the Matt Polly. The no we the don't. pinky we call it the raspy bandage. <laughs> I said the Matt Polly. No. Uh yeah, go to support us. Patreon. Patreon.com slash Pastors Podcast. Buy us a round of alcohol so we can get more drunk next time. Um, subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts or no, who cares? If you read it on here, on if you rate write words, we'll talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Somebody bought us around. Uh, they didn't want us to talk about them, so oh, well thank yeah. you anyway. Thank you, anonymous supporter. Thanks. Um, yeah, that's it. I can't believe we've done 186 episodes of this shit. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. Can't believe man. literally anyone listens to this horse shit. It's after people do, man. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God damn it! Out, baby. This 
This is not how I want to end this episode. <laughs> but somehow it works. Does it? God, the fucking moaning. Man. And he's moaning too. Stop it, Michael. Daddy. God. Daddy. <laughs> oh my God, in the podcast. Michael. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> really kind of horny. <laughs> Ladies love cool James, bitch. Michael. <laughs> Make sure you cheese up. I gotta get home and get my. I'm not really drunk enough for this shit. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> I am, but it's hilarious. Time to get your swear <laughs> on, boys. Uh, All right. Well, bye. Bye.